TED Audio Collective. Hey, TED listeners, it's Dr. Shoshana. When I imagine pain, it's usually that ouch moment from smashing my toe on a coffee table or the pounding in my temples after a long day at work. But what if we've gotten it all wrong? In her TED 2023 talk, pain specialist Dr. Amy Baxter throws us a curveball. What if pain isn't just an annoying buzzer to shut off, but more like Survival 101? And what if our pain is actually informed by so much more than a single inciting incident? Take a listen to hear how we may have a bigger say over our aches and twinges than we ever realized. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on fitness trends. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in active lifestyle, healthy eating, wearable tech, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas that you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends. Then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customize to better fit your investing goals. All in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Are you driving your car or doing laundry right now? Podcasts go best when they're bundled with another activity. Like Progressive Home and Auto Policies, they're best when they're bundled too. Having these two policies together makes insurance easier and could help you save. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save nearly $800 on average. Quote a home and car bundle today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Support for this podcast comes from The Wonderful Company. If that name doesn't sound familiar to you, you probably know the pistachios that come from this company. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Get snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. I love the various wonderful pistachio flavors. So in addition to the original flavor, I'm particularly fond of the salt and vinegar. And I keep little packets of them in my car so that I can eat and get some protein on the run. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Add a little curiosity into your routine with TED Talks Daily, the podcast that brings you a new TED Talk every weekday. In less than 15 minutes a day, you'll go beyond the headlines and learn about the big ideas shaping your future. Coming up, how AI will change the way we communicate, how to be a better leader, and more. Listen to TED Talks Daily wherever you get your podcasts. So if you whack your thumb with a hammer, you think pain is in your thumb. Physicians have a more sophisticated understanding. We know that it's an alarm that goes on nerves to your spine where it is translated to your brain and pain actually happens. 
somewhere. It's a little vague. We actually only get two days of pain education throughout all of medical school. So, in fact, the only pain lecture I remember from the 90s was in a dark room after being awake for 30 hours and hungry, and finding out our noon lecture was. Sponsored by OxyContin, we got pens, we got great lasagna, and they had very cool slides that showed pain stopped by opioids. And we learned that home opioids aren't addictive, and if you stay ahead of pain, you can keep your patients pain-free. And beyond the obviously egregious marketing, I think it was framing pain-free as the goal that has destroyed countless lives. My friend's son, Christopher, started having severe abdominal pain during this no-pain era. Eventually, he was diagnosed with a colon disease and had surgery his senior year. They sent Christopher home with 90 oxycontin, and then 90 more. And then, as the pain started getting faster and faster, uncontrolled pain is terrifying. So, when his ran out and his friend's medicine cabinets ran out. Christopher tried heroin, and Christopher Wolf lost his battle with substance use at age 32. So, did we misunderstand pain? What if pain isn't an alarm to silence, but a learning system for survival? Pain is every organism's primary learning system for survival. I mean, it's like, ouch! Don't touch that. Or To paraphrase the Princess Bride, life is pain, Highness. Pain-free was marketing, and it made physicians think that one pill could solve pain. It still makes people feel like you can't be happy if you have some pain, and we now know that if you want to move past pain, it takes work. Setting the bar of pain-free was too high. Plenty of people could have been more comfortable. But they gave up because pain-free was out of reach. We have really good new information that I'm going to share, and so from now on, I want you to think about pain as a Venn diagram with physiology, fear, and control. I'm going to tell you how each of these can give you power over pain. Right now, I'm translating these in my research into a low back pain device to reduce opioid use. But 20 years ago. I just wanted to have a fast cure for needle pain, for IV access, and my kids' shots. I was driving home one night after a graveyard shift, and my hands were vibrating on the steering wheel because we needed to get the tires balanced. I was ignoring that to think about pain, and when I got home and reached for the door of my house, my hand was numb. Vibration. So. I burst in. My Boy Scout husband grabbed some frozen peas, and we had ourselves a genuine eureka moment, where cold and vibration blocked pain. Over the next decade, I found the right frequency to block pain. I got a grant, and I created Buzzy, which is vibration plus ice in a B shape. And you put it on your arm when you're getting an injection. And to date. 45 million needle procedures have decreased pain, and over 80 randomized controlled trials independently all around the world have been published. But <laughs> um, at about 30 randomized controlled trials in, one of my colleagues came to me and confided that he was in opioid recovery, 
and he asked whether or not Buzzy could let him get through a total knee replacement, drug-free. I'd never thought about it. It's the same pain nerve for knees as for needles, so I said maybe. And he did it. Vibration plus cold replaced oxycontin. <sighs> so at that point, I went all in to figure out why. And here is what we know. So the reason that vibration decreases pain is because the physiology of the nerves of light touch, pressure, stretching, and motion all race pain to the spine. Now people have tried electricity to trigger the light touch nerves, but we now know that motion is what's most effective at shutting the gate on sharp pain. This is called gate control, and the exact right frequency of vibration triggers the nerves that decrease pain. The physiology of ice is different, so the cold goes up to the brain where the conductor goes. Obnoxious, but not dangerous. I will decrease sensations coming from everywhere, and it decreases pain everywhere. If a child was so freaked out from previous experiences that even the swab hurt, physiology wasn't as helpful. So we added distraction, like a monkey poster, and what we discovered was combining counting plus making a decision cut pain in half. Here is your pain hack for the day, though. If you do not have monkeys on hand, then find any sentence and count how many of the letters have holes in them. I guarantee you and your family will use this. <laughs> the biggest hack, though, is understanding why distraction works. And now, through functional MRI, we can actually see pain happen, and it's not one place. Pain is a symphony of connections, from the sensation area to the conductor to the decision switchboard, and then to fear, memory, meaning, control. So, if the decision switchboard is occupied sorting monkeys, it can't notify fear and meaning, and you feel less pain. What you feel is mostly what you expect to feel. All right, stay with me. If you're a kid, the same punch hurts more from a bully than from your buddy. And if you're an adult and you feel something, the second you think it's cancer, it hurts more and more until you find out it's not. And those same kids who had horrible shot experiences can tolerate all kinds of needle pain to look cool <laughs> because it is a different context. These patterns, called connectomes, are very personal because experiences lay down more of the same sensation, and we now know that people who have certain areas in the brain connected feel more pain than people with different areas connected. And more importantly, untreated pain or intense pain can lay down heavier connections, so that even when your body is healed, you will still feel more pain. It's this very plasticity and personalization which makes the physiology fear control matrix so useful, because choosing physiologic options that you can layer that work for you decrease pain, like 
heat, cold, vibration, deep relaxation, acupuncture, capsaicin, exercise, meditation. There's more. Christopher probably had 10 of these around his house and just didn't know it. Having control over your options decreases pain. Deep breathing increases control. Choosing what to focus on increases control. Fear and control are the volume knobs for pain. Fear controls so many of our sensations. This shouldn't be unusual, but we don't practice it for pain. So if you're home alone and you hear a clunk, your hearing becomes hypersensitive. But when you remember your kids home from college, your fear dials down and your brain overrides it and says, don't worry about it. St. Augustine called pain the greatest of evil. But if it is a survival system, it cannot be all evil. So instead, think of pain as your nagging, safety-obsessed, exaggerating friend who's sometimes wrong. And it's okay to ignore or override your friend if you know that you're safe. This takes practice. On a flight that was turbulent, I had an entire cup of scalding hot coffee dumped straight on my ankle. Electric jolt through my scalp. I ripped off my sock. It was already red. It was going to blister. There was no way I could get my foot into that little sink to get cold water on it. And then I remembered physiology hack. I had an unopened cold beer. <laughs> Medical grade cold beer went on my ankle. Stat. <laughs> I had a vibrator in my carry-on because I would on my ankle. And then <laughs> the pain kind. And then my fear hack, I'm like, there's a barf bag that has holy letters, but I'm going to put it in the pocket pouch and save it, because then I have increased control. And pain MacGyver, I was no longer that concerned. Although then I realized I'm that guy with my bare foot sticking out in the aisle on a plane with a beer on it. <laughs> Power over pain isn't always pretty, but it is possible and it is absolutely critical. Because there's one more misconception we have not talked about. I honestly thought that opioids turned off some pain switch. They turn on our reward system. So some people feel amazing, but most people just still feel pain but don't care. Now, this is a godsend for people with chronic pain diseases. We should not take them away. And in the trauma bay, the more morphine the first 24 hours after a burn or a wound, the less post-traumatic stress, the less chronic pain later. But studies show that recovery after surgery is just as well accomplished with coaching and physiologic options. And if you're one of the people who feel amazing with opioids, it's too risky. A study in 2019 found that one in 15 young adults who got opioids for their wisdom tooth removal had substance use disorder within a year. Ibuprofen works better. So, so what do we do? Well, in my dream world, we have healthcare systems pay for options and coaching for Christophers everywhere. 
and we quit giving double-digit prescriptions for opioids for home recovery. In the real world, 80,000 people died in the U.S. last year from opioid overdoses, and 80% of substance use disorder starts with a pill prescribed for pain, usually taken from your friend's medicine cabinet. People can't afford options. Doctors 20 years later still don't know them, but you do. You all now know to throw away the opioids in your medicine cabinet. You now know. That there are options you can use to decrease pain, and you know that pain-free should be ditched for more comfortable. And whether you dump scalding coffee or pain wakes you and exhausts you every day, options that are in your control can allow you to reframe pain. Thank you. Wow, Amy, thank you. Like, really, thank you. It's amazing.、Um, so, how do you think that pain scales have have set us back from this work that you're doing, and how is the NIH treating pain and addiction differently now? So,、um, one of the 120 versions of this talk, I I talked about、um, how the thing is in the 90s, if we wanted to diseaseify pain, it meant that we had to be able to measure it,、mm. and so that was where the face scales come from, and they're actually very useful in the emergency department、um, to tell whether or not a medicine is working.、Mm. In fact, we were one of the first ones that showed with sickle cell that the patients report. Based on those scales, was what was most indicative of whether they needed to be admitted, rather than any biologic marker. But what we're doing now is we're using something called the the Prama scales. So it's it's how intense pain is on five point scales,、um, how much it interferes. So there's pain interference, pain intensity, and the way we're looking at pain is much more、um, on the impact for the person, rather than trying to pretend there's any kind of objective. Pain measurement. Okay, and and you mentioned that you're working on some new applications for for Buzzy specifically, like for back pain. What are some of the the possibilities that that we have here for what what this could do for us in the future? Yeah, on my tombstone is going to be a vibrating bee. I'm trying. To, <laughs> it's actually called Duotherm, not Buzzy.、Um, but but what we've learned is that there are harmonics of interaction between the specific frequencies that cancel out the pain. So there's one particular nerve called the patinium that has a very specific frequency range, and by causing them to interact, we're starting to explore more about the pain that's coming from the fascia between the skin and between the muscles. But that area. Is where we're we're unexplored, and so by interacting with different frequencies and then layering heat or cold pressure、um, options, giving people the choice of so many different ways to do it,、um, it's really engaging all the different areas of the brain from which pain comes. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Welcome. Thank you all. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called. Writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at Canva.com. Designed for work. Canva. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. 
you can earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. This episode was produced by Dan O'Donnell and fact-checked by Vanessa Garcia-Woodworth. Special thanks to Maria Lages, Grace Rubenstein, Farah Day Grunge, Jimmy Gutierrez, Anna Phelan, Michelle Quint, and Colin Helms. I'm Dr. Shoshana Ungerleiter. I'll talk to you again next week. You're growing a business, and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.